Live from Pacific Junction Hotel, Girth Radio. All right, so fuck yeah, I am back, and I am with the mighty Voltang. Fucking hell yeah, buddy. Can you go around and just introduce yourselves and what do you do in the band? I'm uh, I'm Jake. I sing, kind of. And I'm Paul, and I sit on the kit and see Jake's little booty shaking around in front of me <laughs> more often than not. That's amazing. And you guys have a new album coming out. We do. Yeah, Bad Sounds, baby. Bad Sounds, baby. That's the Bad Sounds. It's coming out on Halloween. This is your second uh, full-length album, right? That's right. That's yeah. right. Yeah, following up Hermaphrodite from last year and... Uh, a little darker, a little scarier, but the highs are higher too. It's uh, hookier when we go hooky. We just kind of went more extreme on every end of the spectrum, I think. I'm pretty excited. Like, it's it's really hard to explain um, the sound of your band when yes. I tell people about you guys, yes. and that's kind of what's so special about it. Thanks, man. And yeah. how did you guys uh, come up with that? Is it just like a collective all your of all your different influences uh, meeting up together and just smashing it together? That, that's right. That, that, that is pretty much what it is. But like, I mean, when we came into the band, it was kind of a brainchild of Evan and, and Robbie. Yeah. And so they had this idea where they were trying to bring back this kind of like old rock and roll sense mm-hmm. to like more of like a modern type, like kind of rock metal kind of vibe. And we kind of built from that though, like, and as you add members into the band, we start bringing what we want into to see that uh, to see in that. And so now that it's become something completely new, and we call it Ranch and Roll. Yeah, yeah, and uh, I love it by the way. Thanks. Man. Kind of fits whatever that is you are doing. Whatever it is, man. Because like, you know people have a hard time explaining what what we are, and it's funny when you hear people say it. Like it's always it's never the same thing twice. I remember one guy, like my favorite one was some guy called. He's like, yeah, you're like the Rock and Roll Converge. Yeah, and I was like, "That's a cool thing to say." And I was like, "I, I love that." Yeah. But then you know, someone else was like, "I don't know." It's like if Gary Busey fronted a metal band. So yeah, yeah, I was gonna ask, how did you feel personally? Oh. Like, did oh, you take I, it as a shot or like? I uh, take it as a shot. Well, especially because I'm trying to do like I'm like I'm you know in my mind and in my inflated ego, I think that I'm like the Freddie Mercury of hardcore or whatever, or like the David Bowie of metal. But instead, I, I'm the Gary Busey. <laughs> Dude, yeah. I see more of the. The Bowie shit, though, like, Thanks, and the man. Mercury, though, just like the way you present yourself on stage, and just yeah. like all you guys, there's like something exciting about seeing you guys live. And like to go back to my first experience, like I went to shoot my buddy's band, who was like playing later on the night, and uh, I wasn't playing. I was tired. I was like, I'm not going to shoot any other bands tonight. And I walked in, and you guys started jamming, and then I started unconsciously just putting together my camera. I'm like, this is like something special. And like Robbie, he's had his wireless guitar. And and he's like jumping on the bar and yeah, you guys are all over the place and he's screaming in people's faces and it's a party. Narcissistic as fuck. So <laughs> to just every time we take the stage, all we're thinking is I have to go crazy until I see someone put a fucking camera together and take a picture of me or shoot a video because otherwise we have nothing to jerk off to later. So yeah. that's why we go so big is we need to see ourselves. Yeah, but the vibe is just uh, there's something very infectious about it and it's just very raw and it's something like I fucking I'm not trying to ride your dick or anything but I filmed so many bands and artists and shit like that but there's just something about it that's just so real and authentic and its own thing as well which is I think it's a priority thing too like a lot of bands these days you get a lot of the like genty manufactured kind of clean cut shit that's happening which is dope there's lots of bands we love like that there's bands we tour with that are like that Um, but it's a little bit different where that's more the like it's studio first and the songs are, are produced and like that's it and then it's like alright let's take this to the road whereas for us it's all live vibes first and then especially with this record 
we tried to really like just capture what we're doing live and then sure enhance it as best we can but mm-hmm. like, we put that first that's why we do everything like it's for the live show the live show isn't just like a way to sell the record it's the record is just a thing to be like hey like maybe if you hear this online when we come to your city you'll come and see us because yeah, i think a lot of bands that's not the top priority they just they tour to sell records rather than making records so they can tour mm-hmm. and like just like the vibe like i love Again, like you said, it's the raunch and roll or whatever. And it almost sounds like, whether I'm right or wrong on your creative process, it sounds like a bunch of dudes just got, who are really good at what they do, just got hammered and they love fucking rock and metal and just put together like these songs. And it, it's right? just three so songs, raw. Like, three songs on this record came together on New Year's Eve while we were like borderline black. Ass, <laughs> like, front to back almost like finished. Like some shit got tweaked, but it was just like, yep, there's those are fucking going to work. Yeah. So that's exactly what it is. <laughs> yeah. So you guys just kind of like party it up, like hit the record button and see what happens sometimes sometimes a lot of yeah like a lot of it kind of that's always part of the process but more often than not it's like someone has an idea that's like two-thirds of the way there and then we all kind of like like that process comes in once it's like here's a framework and you fuck with it and then it's like sometimes you'll come up with sort of like new ideas and different things in that process but like there's a lot of hard work that goes into it that isn't as easy as that like those those couple tracks came together like that but for the most part it's like we grind it pretty hard. Like it's 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 a lot of sitting down and like battling through the mental blocks that you get sometimes yeah. and like like sometimes one person just has no ideas and then someone else will have one idea unrelated to that and you're like, Oh that solves my problem and it works, but you gotta put the time in. Like it took us a lot longer to put this record together because we did so much on the front end. Mm-hmm. Um like like basically like we finally did the pre pro that we should have done on the first record. And it's like, it takes a while to get everything there where you can like, like we toured it before we recorded it. Wow. And that's one of those things where it's like, it just takes a lot of grinding at it to be like, let's get these fully done rather than being like, okay, we pretty much know what we're doing. Let's go in the studio and we'll figure it out, which was sort of what we did on the first record. So I think this one came together a lot more cohesive, but like, yeah, there's a mix of processes really. Yeah. And it, fuck around is always part of it. And, <laughs> yeah, that's always part of it. And it's cool. It seems like like all this hard work is like really paying off. I noticed like from seeing you live a handful of times, you kind of like are spawning like this core group of fans in like the Hamilton area, yeah, and they man. know they know your lyrics, and that's got to be awesome. And it's, just it's really cool. It it is cool, and I think because people now are you, you can see that in the performance. And when you said like something that like there's a, you said something infectious about it. Um, and I think that what that is is just someone seeing something like some raw shit right now. You know what I mean? And so mm-hmm. they kind of see that more than once and they realize that that first time and that second time were like completely different shows. Like we don't do the same song and dance every time. Yeah, well, we yeah. Same songs, but we did <laughs> different dance. Do dance, but sometimes you pose like Triple H as well. I do. <laughs> yeah, I do. that was a really fun show. I'm glad you got to come out and see that because I did that Triple H water spit and I was I was thinking I was like, oh man, this is gonna fall on like the wrong eyes because no one's gonna know what I'm doing. And I, I was, totally I think I might have been like one of the person, the one person in the crowd who like did it with you. I'm like, oh, he's doing the Triple H because like I grew up like the biggest wrestling nerd, as you could tell, like with my shirt and shit. Like yeah, it's still rock and wrestling. Club, too sweet. <laughs> yeah, I, I love it's like it, the man. new NWO shit. I know. But um, but yeah, it's just it's so cool to see you uh, like just doing your thing. And how does it feel as like a lyricist to see these people like? 
singing your words that like maybe you just like wrote in like <laughs> wherever it's but incredible and i'm and i'm really stoked for people to like see the the new lyrics and start singing these songs too because i mean um it's 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 really cool to to look out and see people say like you know like they're screaming back at me and they're screaming like the words that meant a lot to me like to put down on a page yeah uh, so it's cool to see that like it, I I don't really throw them together as much as the, <laughs> like they might seem like I'm just getting drunk and writing down stupid shit oh, but I I, it's like calculated like when I mention that that's yeah. purely instrumental there's never been a time that Jake's just like screamed something and we're like what was that amazing poetry you like <laughs> yeah we're drunk fucking around Jake's <laughs> in his room writing art yeah. Yeah. Like it's, that's the lyrics do not fall under that shit. Like, yeah, because I, I like, for this album um, and last album for both of them, for both of them I locked myself in a room for for days and I just I don't like change clothes I don't shower I don't talk to anybody. You're just in and the I, zone and I'm just in the zone and I come out for smokes and like everyone's like oh he's alive or some shit and I was like no like shut up like I'm not alive <laughs> I'm in this stupid mode right now where like everything is poetry and like every time someone says something I try and rhyme it with something else like I'm in the middle of like a, like a very very weird process and it's like it has to do with like a lot of whiskey and and no food mostly just like burritos that you microwave like for a dollar yeah just something you can go quick to the microwave and back into your cave because right into the zone i can't yeah. cook and then the songs are gonna be about like freaking <laughs> burritos <laughs> and bitches <laughs> yeah, really yeah. Uh, yeah so it is it's actually pretty artistic and pretty lyrical so it's cool to see people sing that back at you while they're partying yeah you know? like they're they're just having a good time i think uh my favorite lyric is uh an old violin <laughs> i don't know why it's just like the, the build up to it and then you're just like and an old vi-. it's like so random i'm like yes the blood <laughs> sweat and gin and an old violin that's it really the... pops like a weirdo like myself i'm like yes <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like came out of like left field and like this record too there's a lot I, for me like the the lyrics really sit more like at the forefront of this record too like the last the last record, everything was a little bit rushed in the studio. Everything was getting figured out. This record, like like you said, it was a very method type of thing. And like Jake went to some dark fucking places to write those words. And as a result, like immediately, the last record we didn't have any like liner notes. And this one was like, well, we're gonna do a twelve page booklet of every word on this fucking record because it's 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 next level. So it's gonna be really cool for people to be able to actually like really latch on it. And, and kudos to you, you do a great job of enunciating, which a lot of hardcore or whatever mm-hmm. you want to call us vocalists aren't able to do or or choose not to do so people really get to hear it and this record has a cohesive message from front to back and it's it's something that the people that get it and identify with it are really gonna feel something special from it and like on an internal level like it's moving to us it's funny to say that because it's heavy like there's some party tracks there's bangers there's some dark tracks but like like there was a moment listening to one of our our tracks where I like, and it's a heavy song, and I had like a single tear in the corner of my. Oh, that's beautiful. But you fucking hate. But you think place. like you guys put your soul into it, and then to see it come together, that's gonna be like amazing feeling when you get that final mix, and you're just like, oh, fuck yeah, we did it. When we do a record, it's funny because like like we talked about it, it like it almost sounded like it all just comes together on its own, but like that's all sort of the the jammy process when we start taking to the studio and it's like the nitty-gritty we lose our fucking minds the amount we immerse ourselves the first record there was a time in the process that we set our whole front lawn on fire and we were throwing <laughs> furniture that was a flame at one another and hitting it out of the air with machetes <laughs> like, we were so animal we were one step away from throwing feces at each other we just put everything in and it's 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 a weird thing like i just 
I've never really met anyone else that has been like, oh, dude, I know, like, me too, on our third record. Like, people are like, what the fuck is wrong with you guys? So <laughs> yeah. it's, it's we just really like... immerse ourselves hard. So when you get to finally hear those those masters, which we're usually a part of, or we have been a part of every time all the way through, we, we've been working on both records with uh, Mickey Ellsworth, a good buddy of ours, awesome mm-hmm. engineer. Uh, he runs a studio conveniently out of our house, so it makes it easy for us, and it means that we're always kind of privy to it. But until you get that final print, it's like... You just can't breathe. Like, there's this part. It's like, I don't have any kids, but I imagine it's like sitting outside the delivery room, just hoping to fuck that it has ten fingers and ten toes, and it works. It doesn't look like your neighbor or the milkman. Like, it's just, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's scary. And you hold your breath for like two months, and then you finally get it. And now we finally have it in hand, and it's like. It feels so good, man. And the only other thing that's left now is like get it out there and let people start hearing it. Because only a very select few people have heard it. We just gave you the record. You're one of like a very like I could count on one hand how many other people have this record right now. Fuck yeah! So no, I, that means a, that means a lot to me. I'm like like beyond you guys being my friends. Like I fucking enjoy this music, and it's I'm excited. Like I can't wait to give it a spin when I get home. Thanks, nice, man. man. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. like this. I like this record, man. Like this is gonna be. Like this is really cool to to hear, and it's like, and this is not me selling it. This is me trying to get you to just put it in your ears, like friggin' find it or come and see us live or something. Because this steal it, man. Even like steal it, man. I don't care. Don't get me wrong, but we need you. But and you also like, I'm stressing you. Like if they are in your town, you need to see what this (laughs) is live. Like yeah, it's. Oh, I can't. I can't even put it to words. Like you guys are just like so many. Like you're all like your own like cartoon character. <laughs> like it's it's uh, it's super animated and just awesome. It's like yeah. it's beyond the music. It's like uh, you're just putting your soul out there and just smashing it. Like right, man. And the, that was actually one of the. It's funny that you said cartoon character. That was one of the things. Like one of our one of the first shows that I played with Voltang, and I was uh, very new to being a front man, so I didn't really know like how to do it yeah like and say like how you guys doing tonight and like make sure you say the city name and like that kind of stuff so i was just like telling dick jokes the whole time (laughs) and just being like really self-deprecating and like just it was and i was saying uh i was collecting oh stupid i was collecting tips for the beer for my dick fund (laughs) and i was walking around with it it was stupid it was stupid to tell and then so then after though someone came up to us and was like that was the best shit i've ever seen you guys should have a cartoon yeah i was like oh my god we should we should have a cartoon we should have a cartoon i feel like that would be hilarious Mm -hmm. Like Almost like a, yeah, I was I was just gonna say that like it'd be perfect like and yeah and you guys did all the voices and stuff that'd be awesome. That'd be great. And speaking of like acting and stuff, you guys were in a movie or on a, a shoot TV show. Yeah, TV show, we yeah. did we did a there's a show called Beer League that mm-hmm. dropped right now. So we shot a pilot. Uh, well, we were on a pilot. That was shot. <laughs> yeah, and uh, my my uh, I noticed you guys in there through my comedian buddy Eric Johnson oh, was also fantastic. on the set, and I was like, I watched the trailer. I'm like, is that fucking Voltaire? I was like, yes. It's it's a, it's an awesome show, and I really hope it gets picked up. Eric plays Gary Junior. He's fucking hilarious as Gary Junior. Like, I had no idea that. I mean, not that I shouldn't have i just didn't know much about eric i'm sure lots of people know how talented he is but mm-hmm. and i now know but yeah he was fucking hilarious on set on camera off camera everything ever the whole cast was incredible but uh yeah keep an eye for it. it's called beer league there is a, a teaser out there 
that we're not in a ton of, but we're in enough that Sean. Yeah, there's like a big brawl, and I can see you guys yeah. just like <laughs> your your silhouettes like colliding with everybody. Yeah. It just looks so like Canadian, and it kind of like matches like your vibe of the music and everything. It's For just sure. like a debacle. Like yeah, it's it's totally it's it's totally kind of like raunch. Like I don't know, they're all like the, the hockey team was called the Skids. The skids, yeah, that it's based the skids. on. Well, Voltang actually plays. I I play. Mitch on the show. Yeah, like, like Paul plays Mitch's skid buddies. Like right. he's like punked out. I believe that uh, they had rolled up to sell cocaine to the team. Right. Okay. Uh, so that tells you a little bit about Voltang and what people think of us and how we're <laughs> yeah, how you get tight casted <laughs> yeah. into that. But... We can't afford cocaine. We don't sell cocaine. Don't approach us to buy cocaine from us at shows. But when you want to know which ones we are, if you haven't seen us on stage yet, we're the ones that look like we would sell you cocaine. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Successfully, we'd spend all the money on other shit. Yeah. You guys are, are more of a drinkers and. Uh... That's for sure. Like some. Oh, yeah. Do come buy us beers. That's fucking that's, important. That's great. Because we can't buy us beers. And we're not great at functioning without them. <laughs> What are we drinking? Right now? Uh, this is, this is a honkers. A honkers. Yeah, and uh, I'm gonna get us another round in a bit if you guys are down. But uh, also, like speaking of drinking with you guys, uh, I think the last time I shot you guys uh, was after the show. We w- went back to Evan's basement, mm-hmm. and I remember just sitting there for a couple hours, and I d- didn't. I didn't feel drunk, but it was. I was drinking like. Vodka and strawberry lemonade. And it was just like juice. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, okay, it's like four in the morning. I'm going to go on the go train. And Robbie was going to walk me up the street. I stand up and like, I haven't been like that in like years, like blackout almost. And I'm like walking down the street with Robbie and I'm like telling him I love him. And I'm like, I don't know if I can do this. And then I ended up like going to the go train. And again, like I haven't like vomited off of alcohol in years, and I'm I'm buying my ticket like at the machine, and then all of a sudden just blah beside like the on the side of the whole like ticket machine, and I was like too like weak, like I felt bad. I'm like oh I need to clean this up, and I was like so like just inebriated, like I can barely like handle myself, and it was just like I don't think. Like, I, I didn't even realize because, like, we were pounding drinks so much. But I remembered the day after. I'm like, I don't think I ate dinner. And I just got hammered with you guys. Yes, so it was, like, acid yeah. spit, like, Mortal Kombat reptile <laughs> in the few, like, fucking salt and vinegar chips we had but it wasn't like the pussy spit like uh like i desperately needed them because i was thinking the same thing like i need to put something in me yeah remember those salt and vinegar chips being a godsend and it wasn't like reptiles normal move with the little spit it was like the fatality Fatality. like if there was like a hobo beside the machine like you would have seen a skeleton like just (laughs) how much (laughs) acid was coming out of me and then like i don't know how i got home and i woke up at 4 p.m in my bed with my shoes on and I don't know if you've seen the status the day after it, which I just wrote like Voltang. It'll make you go to bed with your shoes on. <laughs> it's like, that's my review of you guys. We gotta quote that. Kayla. Always. Yeah, <laughs> she always tries to be the sneaky ninja, but we got to give it up to Kayla. It's okay. I'm like, I'm just gonna be quiet. Oh, it's all good. Hey. Hey. <laughs> Can we actually bug you for one more picture? Thanks, madam. Like I always say, she's the real star of the show. (laughs) It's funny that that's the night that that happened because that is so befitting. Because to elaborate on that, not only we weren't in Evan's basement, we were in Evan's parents' basement in our hometown of which none of us live in. (laughs) Eating chips and drinking strawberry Smirnoff. It was like, that was the most, Mm -hmm. like, raided your parents' liquor cabinet 
night that you could possibly have. So it is so befitting that you, Sean, us all almost 30-year-olds, we're fucking buried in some. Maybe you're younger, 20s. No, no, I'm, th- I'm 30 now, too. Are you 30? Yeah. Fucking in our par- a friend's parents' basement, drinking someone else's strawberry vodka, eating chips, and then you vomited at the ghost station. Yeah, I love you guys. You make me feel 16 again. Like, <laughs> I need to hang out with you guys, like, every day. <laughs> just don't age. Like, I, just, I, I wonder, like, yeah, because I was saying, it's, it's definitely not our strawberry vodka, though, was no, it? I don't no, I don't know who's that. One. It, it was probably his mom's or something. Yeah, but it was, probably, like, a big, yeah. like, 60-pounder of it. <laughs> Yeah, I remember we had a lot of it. Thanks. Yeah, we had a lot of it, which I thought was weird. We did. There were like two 26ers or something. Yeah. Not even like one 40-ouncer. Like two... There was two different purchases of strawberry <laughs> vodka. Before my blackout, too, I remember like us just having like the most like drunk like bro fest too. Like I, we're just like, oh, I love you, man. I love you, man. And you guys were like, thanks, all about the love. We're all about the love. You were asking me to go on tour with you and, and like do a whole documentary. And I'm, we don't say that a lot, so you can take. Yeah, I'm. I'm like, I'm so down. And then the, the, the next day, I remembered that, and it's like, oh fuck, I can't go on tour right now. I'm like. Uh, we probably didn't. I, I just coming up. <laughs> I think you were planning to do the states, and then something oh, happened with right. that. That's been happening for a long time. Yeah, for a long time. We need the border control to figure their shit out because it's a hundred day waiting period for visas right now to tour in the U.S. Oh my it's god, hundred days. Unless you want to expedite it, get it to the thirty days it should normally be. It's an extra twelve hundred U.S. to get twelve hundred dollars U.S. to get fucking visas to go to the states. You can come from the states to Canada for two weeks process all your paperwork at the border for free and they're like come on in we try to go for like an hour to the states it takes us three months to get down there it's insane it's insane. Not, there is a petition circling, by the way. I don't know where to find it, but if anyone's listening, Google that shit and sign it. Yeah, yeah I'll, so I'll add know, it to the link of the show. And yeah, because it's either, either you have to sign the petition as a Canadian, or as a Canadian, you have to start going to fucking shows. <laughs> 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 the attendance of shows down there is so much better than ours, and it's not fair. We're better than them. Let's be better. We can Let's fucking be do it, Canada. Canada. It's- Let's get your... like. Freaking lace up your skates, sign a petition, or go to a show. Yeah, this we've been it. told all of Canada listens to you at this podcast. Is, oh yeah, yeah, it's true. Just, just all, all twelve of them. But, <laughs> no, actually, there's, there's there's a couple more. <laughs> I'd say about fifteen people. Shout out to all you guys. Shout out to the fifteen. Yeah. No, it's it's cool. Like it's uh. I'm actually kind of flattered too because like I had this thing on like a hiatus and lots of people like who I didn't even know listened to this like when I posted it they never like commented on it and they're just like oh what happened like I used to listen to this at work all the time and shit so yeah shout out to you but like be a little vocal tell me you're listening man like, yeah. <laughs> yeah and uh, also like this is a, this is a thing for just anyone especially especially for your your podcast or our band but anyone also like if you like stuff and you see it online like. Online is such a great tool for sharing. Mm-hmm. Like, be the sharer. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, there's a, there's a lot of people who do the sharing. Yeah, but there's way more who just do the listening. Or, yeah, it's very true. It. And I'm guilty as well too. Like when I watch like a crazy YouTube video or anything, I'm just like I won't comment. But yeah. really, it like means a lot to like put that in. It you really you let does. them know. It really does. So like if you go on mm-hmm. and so and so uh, shameless plug. Uh, yeah, yeah, do it up. Facebook.com/slash Ronch and Roll or Instagram, uh, it's at, at fucking fucking, Vol- at fu- fucking Voltang. Voltang, or Twitter at fucking Voltang, and like so, go out there and like if you if you think we're rad at all, just be like, hey, Voltang's rad, and then maybe one of your other friends will like it. Then you can go see your shows together. It's funny, yeah. it's a different mindset. Like like enjoying something, and you can't see my air quotes, but liking something <laughs> mm-hmm. is 
different now, and that's weird. And I catch myself doing it sometimes. We're like, I'll scroll past a friend's post, and I'll be like, Oh, I like that. And yeah, you and you don't hit it. Oh wait, no, I should actually tell people I like that. It's a weird way to think, and like some of us old fucking fogies don't think like that. Right. But it really helps out people. Like when you see some something that you dig, like follow the social protocol, even if you think it's ridiculous. Just it's, it's like a, it's a little click, and it helps somebody out. And sharing is yeah. even more of that because it's like. You dig it, share it. Like, yeah, it's like I'm glad that I shared that. I shared that Dillinger post earlier today of their incredible show, and in, I think it was New York, and saw a hundred other friends just of mine share it, and I was like, this feels good. Right. I don't care how many times I see this. <laughs> this is a venue packed with people losing their minds, jumping off balconies for a band we've loved for 15 years or whatever. And it's nice to see that people are like, I know this is all over the internet already, but I'm going to keep sharing it. It's yeah. great. Like, you'll see your T-Swift video in a minute. Just let's see some fucking good hardcore shit. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's sick. And like, uh, I saw, I still need to watch the video of that, but I saw some photos of it on, um, yeah. Exactly. It's all over. I've seen it like a hundred times on Facebook and you haven't seen it yet. People need to keep fucking sharing. Yeah, definitely. That's it, man. And I'm going to give a quick plug to my buddies out in New York. Shout out to Metal Injection. That's where I saw the photos and shit like that. And yeah. they, they actually inspired this podcast uh, cool. back when I was doing like uh, some comedy shit in fucking uh, college and stuff. They shared a bunch of my stuff on like websites, like some metal stuff too. And nice. I, I started listening like to their podcast from like their first episode too. And I called in and shit like that. And they're kind of like been my internet homies for yes. years. And like, so shout out to you guys. You guys inspired as a rob noah 3d all you dudes awesome. and and lady <laughs> so yeah this is sean still talking not someone else you guys should uh pick up some voltang shit and, <laughs> and uh, make that part of your publication there's a yes. video coming out on tuesday at noon and it's uh it's gonna be cool it's gonna be really yes cool. definitely like so tell us about uh, the video too like you kind of look like a werewolf in the thing i kind of look like a werewolf in the pi- and so in that still picture that that teaser we posted so that's so this is all shot by andrea hunter who i'm ac- actually looking at right yeah now. she's with us she, say hello andrea she hasn't said, yeah, she hasn't nice. said anything we, yeah. we pretended she wasn't here this whole time she does have a mic too so we're not rude but we're not rude she's yeah just, she's just cooler she's just than us she's yeah, uh, way cooler than us <laughs> so you know, she's a really talented photographer and she works you gotta look at like uh, Dead Glamour Girls uh, yes. definitely check that out the Z on girls there's, there's your and sharing you opportunity like as well Canadians and Glamour Wicked, and so yeah. It's shot by her as it's like a f- it's photography. So and then now and now Paul, uh, who I'm also looking at right now, that you're listening to, I'm looking right back at you. He is a, quite he's beautiful. The director and animator of the video. So the, now he's ter- taking the stills and make the move. Uh, it's super dark and it's like it's still fun. <laughs> it's <is laughs> like, like when I say it's super dark, like it's not gonna make you sad. Well, it might I don't know. It might. It's you know what we we we're a fun band. We pride ourselves on that, and we have a lot of fun, and we like to make a lot of people other people have fun. But at the same time, there's there's some serious like we got some fucking demons. We've been playing music full time for two years. Oh yeah, fucking life. And <laughs> and uh, and like we said, Jake went really method with this record and just took himself to a dark place and locked himself in a little fucking room and wrote some amazing lyrics and when I thought how can we bring this to a screen it would really not do it justice to just make it some like fun thing poking fun at something as we often like to do so we decided to really treat it as something that's that's real and and as the so the the video and the lyrics aren't exactly the same message but they're similar so the the video basically Jake has taken his own life Mm-hmm. Uh, and is now racked with guilt and remorse and fear and paranoia 
that the police are coming to take him away for the murder of himself. So it's a little bit surreal. That's, and it's it's a pretty intense. It's it pretty is. fucking intense. Whereas the song is a little bit more about the like quick to judge, uh, sort of easy to hop on the witch hunt train society that we live in where you can slip up and say one thing wrong and all of a sudden you have everybody like basically coming after you mm-hmm. and uh and it's it's about trying to kind of live with making a mistake like that um uh and and dealing with the backlash so it's it's a really fucking interesting video but at the same time you can just watch it at face value and it looks really cool and you're good yeah, yeah. It, it looks really cool if you want to dig deeper you can dig deeper and if you want to just check it out it looks pretty cool so it's all sort of two and a half d photos they were all stills like jake said and they've been animated to move a little bit and have some layers to them and uh and you get to obviously read all the lyrics because it's a lyric video. So we haven't seen anyone do it quite this way before. I, I'm not saying it hasn't been done, but having a member of the band acting as a model in the shoot and having a story based off of real-life photos rather than everything built in like After Effects or like any sort of 3D composite type of thing. Fuck yeah. So it looks pretty cool, man. It's, it's coming out on Tuesday. Punk News picked it up as a publication, which we're really happy about. So Tuesday at noon, uh, that's going to drop, and you'll be able to check it out on our on YouTube and all over the place. So. Yeah, so watch that shit, motherfuckers. The song's called Lunatic Slick. <laughs> Ghost Radio. Die and they cry, burn the witch, burn the witch. 
it's, it's a fun one. And it's, it's a fun one. It's one of the darker, heavier tracks. Yeah, it sounds like there's so many layers to it too, there, which is I'm so intrigued right now. We're, we're, I don't know, like it's it's you know, it's kind of an artsy thing. I mean, it yeah. seems you know like especially when uh, you know our stage show and stuff is just us going nuts or whatever. But like, there's a lot of there's a lot of art going on. And yeah, so it's, it's cool to have that shown in the video. That's kind of what the video's for. It might not get you as like it's, it's not showing us like live or anything. So you're not seeing the you're not gonna get the energy but it's no you're gonna get something different from it and you're gonna get something cool i think like a whole album i've been i've been trying to describe it and i always have a hard time because i always say how dark it is and how party it is mm-hmm. and i thought it was like well, why don't we just call it like a dark party so like, <laughs> yeah so, this lyric video is a little bit more on the dark side but like you can put it on at the party the song friggin riffs the song so. bangs yeah and it's 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 funny because the like the the record as a whole basically is is sort of uh it's not a concept record necessarily, but it's telling a bit of a tale or at least invoking a bit of a vibe of the devolution of mankind and, and society and everything as, as we're kind of seeing it now where we're devolving. We're, we're, there's a lot of things that are just like falling apart in front of us and it's fucking scary. And But at the same time, the end of the record comes back to sort of a, an uplifting like well fuck it then let's fucking find our own little piece of paradise here like if we don't like what we're seeing let's find something that makes us happy for us it's the band and touring and creating music and having those people shout those lyrics back at you and whatever it is like for for you sean it's maybe it's stand-up comedy maybe it's doing this podcast Mm -hmm. maybe it's fucking shooting something and and doing a creative project whatever it is everyone has that little fucking super awesome laser planet as we like to put it the last the last the last tracks called that find a way to get to your own fucking super awesome laser planet so when we say there's a big spectrum spectrum to this the dark scary ominous record we've been talking about and so the song called fucking super awesome laser planet so <laughs> yo i'm so stoked for this it's, it's all over the place but it's a really cohesive yeah it, i was gonna say it kind of like sounds like you could like very like thought provoked like as a concept like what you yeah, guys are man. doing yeah and you can and you can treat it like that like you can sit down and listen to it and look at the lyrics and have the lyric book and, and choose to listen to it that way or you can put it on at the party yeah like forget about all the lyrics and stuff and just rock to it because exactly. at the end of the day it's rock and roll like mm-hmm. and uh this this album too has uh, a little bit better of a showcase of evan singing Oh yeah, yeah. Um, so, he's a good singer too. Like, so if you it's haven't a cool heard, dynamic. It's yeah. very different between Jake's screams or even Jake's cleans are a very different vibe than Evans. So it's it gives yeah. a lot of dynamics to it. I do like a like a '90s grunge part yeah, at do, one point. Like just, yeah. And I, that's, I don't know. That's a voice I've never done before, but that's the one I threw in there. So, um, but but Evans singing too is actually really like he's got a great voice. And like he's, he, if you've heard us before, it's in Kingfisher, mm-hmm. um, in the last album, and fuck yeah. Um, but in this in this one you. He probably sings even less than he does in the first, but the showcase is there. Like it really it's gets up front, out there. It's right there, and I think it's more frequent throughout the record. Whereas in the last record, Evan kind of pops up at the end of it, and right. you see he's there intermittently, like a few spots. This record, there's a lot more of like back and forth between the two of you guys, right. and like like feeling kind of funny comes in right halfway through at track five, and that's like a very Evan it's heavy track, and it's pretty much all Evan until the end, and it's and it's really great because that's the kind of stuff that like you know it, it's aggressive or whatever, but like it's catchy, like it's fun, yeah, yeah, like, it's cool. It's weird to say, but we wrote hooks on this record, we and we hooks. didn't even try to, and they they don't come back, which is fun. 
<laughs> it's just like once and over, and oh, then, yeah, like we've, so you got to rewind it if you're like really into it. Like, it. Like, thank God we're DIY because if we were on a label right now, and A and R would come in, hear the chorus hit, and be like, "We got a radio hit, boys." Then we say "fuck" eight times, and we never do the chorus again. <laughs> <laughs> just because we can, man. Just because we can. Just because. Yeah, we can. and that's kind of the beauty behind it too. Yeah, we're not very employable, <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? Like bands like yourself, they become like huge things by just going on your own path and it might take a little longer but like i feel like once it hits it lasts because it comes from like such a real place where like like we mentioned earlier talking about the manufactured bands and they all sound the fucking same voltang sounds like fucking voltang right thank you man. and thank you man and that's and that's definitely the path that we want to be on right like we want to do our own thing and we know the sacrifices that go with that and um, if we wanted to you know if we wanted to gain a really quick following flash in the pan kind of stuff like we know how to do it like yeah. we just Write don't pop song man I mean no offense to pop artists but no. like we can do it too right and like and then we would definitely probably shave and shower and get haircuts and yeah. you know and wear nice Kick clothes kick the drummer out hire a good looking cat like exactly I think you just gotta shave your beard and then <laughs> be like a boy band and like, well, I, don't even, I forget what this guy looks like without a beard yeah. I, I've never seen it like in real life I've seen the pictures. I don't know either. I've had it for like three years now. I probably look old as fuck. I know. I wonder it's where. Terrifying. I wonder where the chin situation is under there. And you got one? It's way higher than you think. It <laughs> yeah. I think when I met you two, you had long hair, and without the yeah. beard, it was just a little scruff. And then you just kind of did like the whole opposite. Like you just flipped. Yep. Yeah, flipped it upside down, down and yeah. it's so a good look. You bald and you're insecure. <laughs> <laughs> kind of looks badass. You look like a biker. Thanks, man. <laughs> but like a nice <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Like I meant it as a compliment, yeah. I think. Could go like you know a compliment. I just was having a sip, so I didn't. Yeah. Know. Like, you know, those well, motorcycle gangs who like save like abused children and like puppies and stuff? Yeah, like those guys. Yeah, like a puppy <laughs> motorcycle gang. Like motorcycle yeah. gang with like a, a puppy, heart of gold. A puppy <laughs> motorcycle gang. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Beauty and the beast. I'm both. Yeah, yeah baby. <laughs> <laughs> Good shit, though. But yeah, so like you got the album coming out like any like upcoming shows or anything or are you just focusing on the release or you we, got shit going we've on? We've been hibernating a little bit in the studio. But we're back at it now. So this Friday, uh, well, actually, it depends when this airs. I don't know when this airs, but Friday the 21st of October. It'll be out before then. It is. Okay, cool. perfect. So yeah. Friday, October 21st, we play in our hometown, Hamilton, at, a, at Club Absinthe with Five Years, which is going to be crazy. They're doing, a, I don't even understand how this is possible, but they're way more just like, they have such a following that we don't have that I can't wrap my head around it, but they're doing one show a year. And they're oh, really? Sold out every time. <laughs> yeah. and it's, just, it's one of those things where I'm like, I wish we knew how to do that. How did, how did they do that? That was awesome. No, it's because it's Don, Donnie from Straight Reads the Line, and like they're fucking heavy hitters. Like These dudes are going to kill it. So they're, this is their only show of the whole year, so it's going to be a fucking banger. So it's five years. Mandroid Echo Star, who are incredible. One of my favorite live bands to see. Absolutely. Definitely one of my favorite live bands we've ever played with. These guys are fucking next level awesome on stage. Uh, unbelievable players. Ourselves, uh, Big Dirty, Snake Fighters. It's going to be their first show. Um, with our buddy Corey Rogers, who, who's awesome. Uh, so it's going to be a fucking banger. So that's Friday. And we're actually doing a bit of a pre-release on the CD starting that day so we're doing a limited first edition run just 100 copies and uh we were really really lucky and we got lauren olsen temper temper to do the album art for the record both the regular run and the first edition ah okay so you got like a little special incentive for the 
exactly. fucking people who come out like exactly. And, exactly. So this first edition is gonna have additional art from her that you won't be able to get on the regular run. There's only a hundred copies that are ever gonna be made, and you can get those only at live shows. You won't be able to get it online or in stores. You got to come and see us. And those are going to be available starting Friday, so even before the record actually comes out. So if people want to get an early copy like Sean just got, one of very few people. Fuck yeah! You can come out on Friday or any of the shows after that. So after that's Windsor, Montreal, Quebec City, Guelph, not in that order, but a bunch of a bunch of shows. So check out Bulltang.com, check out Facebook.com slash Ranch and Roll. All the tour dates are there. Uh, there'll be more added soon. And, uh, and yeah, we're going to be out there going as hard as we can and, and just living on the road as we do so we'll be in your town just uh stay in touch and follow us on social media so we can say what's up yes and i stress anybody listening in the southern ontario right now and you guys are gonna add some more dates but definitely go see voltang like something fucking special and something you've never seen before and it's just fucking amazing uh, now that's a lot of pressure and now and now i feel like yeah you're really <laughs> no, just sweet. gonna be all nervous. No. <laughs> all nervous no i don't get nervous yeah i, I get drunk uh just kidding i <laughs> but yeah these shows are going to be massive because of all this time we spent hibernating like oh, yeah. if you even if you have seen us before and you're like yeah whatever i've seen it before no you haven't this no, is yeah. gonna be no no hibernating, no, hibernating sounds comfortable no <laughs> we're not comfortable we're not comfortable. we're never going home again we have a rat infestation problem it sucks. <laughs> seriously it is fucking bad i was in my my bedroom for like a minute because i'm not even staying at our house right now i can't wait to get back on the road yeah and i had a mouse not a mouse a rat a huge yeah. fucking like raccoon sized fucking rat this thing is huge it's big. cornered behind my bed and i had to say to J- jake was about to go to the shower and i was like jake go downstairs get me the machete i gotta kill this fucking rat oh, shit. Like, these things are fucked they're huge we're sick we're like puking and shitting everywhere it's terrible oh man <laughs> what i'm trying to say is voltang will be on tour for the next Four years nonstop because we're not going home. <laughs> we're, we're not going home. <laughs> when, we say we, when we say we've been hibernating, we haven't been like chilling out and playing fucking video. You're games. murdering we're monsters, murdering rats, <laughs> and just fucking getting pent up anger and and waiting to unleash our tunes on the world. So. So if you think you've seen us, you haven't. It's we're way angrier now. <laughs> we're way angrier. There's a lot of energy. I love how like when if you listen to your music, like you can get like a picture of like you guys, and it's like exactly what your music is. But sometimes like I'll like listen to some rappers, and I meet them in real life, and it's like, oh, you don't really like shoot people and shit. <laughs> but Voltang is like the same people in real life as they are on the record, which is pretty fucking amazing. Yeah, we're, we're Voltang s- shoots motherfuckers. Yeah, serial killers. We are. Yeah, we sing songs about serial killing and things like that. We are, we are those people. Just yeah. kidding. That's with, with with rats. <laughs> it's not admissible. That's, that's not that's admissible. Yeah. No, you can't. Like, this is this is recording. You can't triple stamp a double stamp. <laughs> also wanted to mention about that rat story there's one detail that you didn't mention that I thought was really funny so he as he said he caught me when I was going to the shower so just to be clear I was naked oh that's and, like caveman and, shit and Paul yeah. was also naked I, I don't know <laughs> why I'm not sure but he was also naked and so well, I get I him the machete that, so, so I get the sweaty. machete and then I grab a bat for myself to back I'm, this is my boy I'm gonna back him up right so we were taking on a monster so I Take bring care him of our own. so we bring so we're sitting there two guys naked machete Machete and bat, and we just like we're, we're like at the ground, like I'm gonna fucking get it. Like if someone took a video or something of that, oh, yeah. it would look fucking weird. Oh yeah, remember when I told you we set our lawn on fire? Yes, throwing furniture and like chopping this time the we flaming were furniture. Naked cavemen hunting rats, and I, if I, I didn't get it. I wish I got it. I didn't get it. But if I did, I think I would have bit its head off just to send a message to the other. It was so animal. Yeah, like. 
And another detail I think people should know about the rats is, is about the rats, the rats, yeah. the, rats, <laughs> the fam. Um, so the reason why we're, the animosity is here. So it, there's no more humane traps. There's nothing. This is all at yeah. war. And I'll tell you why. The other night, um, Paul comes home and he goes, is the, are these shits? on my bed and we're like holy shit like that's gross and then he goes like they're on my fucking pillow and you go so I, the rat's look. been in your oh yeah so the rat started this shit. so yeah. the rat shat so it's they're two little turds like one on each pillow like a mint at a hotel like it's like, <laughs> like just like a little doing, it was like strategically fuck, placed so you see it absolutely yeah. Yeah. these guys are fucking well oh yes. yeah i want to be clear by the way i want to be clear to, to any animal rights activists or anyone that's listening like that i think that what you do is very important and animals are lovely creatures this isn't about that if this was a human and he shit on my pillow <laughs> he's, he's still getting the machete <laughs> shit <laughs> <laughs> it's not about that. It's a different argument. I love it, man. And on that note, I know you guys got to go to the Halloween haunt tonight and shit, so I won't take too much of your time. But anything else you guys want to say to the people? I mean, uh, we can recap that the that the lyric video is coming out on Tuesday for Lunatic Slip. Yes, yes. Which is going to be uh, interesting since it's about saying the wrong thing and dealing with it. And I think I just did. <laughs> the album comes out on Halloween. You're going to be able to get it on Spotify, iTunes, all that kind of stuff. Voltang.com, of course. We'll be on tour as much as we possibly can. There's only about nine or ten dates up there right now, but that'll be growing. Voltang.com um, for that or Facebook.com slash Roll. And uh, see Sean's comedy. And share his shit. Share this. If you like Sean's podcast, yeah, tell people about it because I like it and I want him to continue to do it. Much love. He's drinking a beer. We've got food coming. It's fucking hard. You gotta <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You guys are welcome here anytime. Thanks. Thank you so much for coming here. Big cheers. Hey, love ya. Thank you. Thank you for shooting us so much because you've done a lot for us with that and you're a fantastic videographer and people should work with Sean Siri uh, thank yeah. you so much man awesome. yes yeah. thank you man alright that was a fun one it's uh, really good to be back at the Pacific Junction Hotel big thanks to everybody at Girth Radio for allowing me back to do my thing like I said uh, this podcast shit is like one of my favorite things to do but just over the summer some work and life shit got in the way and i'm not gonna try to have that happen again and like we said in the episode follow voltang on facebook um their twitter at fucking voltang they talked about releasing their new lyric video and that has been released yesterday so get on that i'll also have a link to that I'll also have a link to that on the page of the podcast on the Girth Radio site. So www.girthradio.com. Click on the Creative Imbalance and you will see that video under there along with this episode if you want to listen to this again. Their new album will be pre-released this Friday, October 21st at Club Abs in Hamilton, Ontario. I just listened to it. It is fucking amazing. So if you're in the area, like I said... A million times on the show. Go check them out. They are so fun. And we're going to close this out with one of their tracks from their first album. And uh, throughout the episode, you heard us talk about Evan, who wasn't in the studio, who uh, is their guitar player. And once in a while, they give him the lead on the vocals. And this track is called Kingfisher, and it's one of the first times I heard them do that. And it is awesome. So take it away, Evan. Call me Kingfisher! Yeah!